I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, if you ever wanted an example of how divided society is in the United States, this week has given it to us with Trump supporters swallowing the line that there's been this travesty of justice when it comes to the election result. But should we have seen this coming? Well, yes, it seems there's a mathematical model for what's going on. We'll look at the science of Trumpism today on the Debunking Economics podcast with Professor Steve Keen. I'm Phil Dobby. Welcome along. Well, we've all watched in amazement at the events at Capitol Hill in Washington before the certification of Joe Biden as the next president of the United States. Protesters, as you know, stormed Congress to delay the seal of approval of the Biden presidency. They were spurred on, no doubt at all, about by uh, by President Trump, who still believes that the election was unfair and inaccurate, based on the argument that if it had been fair and accurate, he would have won. End of discussion, I think, as far as he's concerned. So let's talk to another uh, egomaniac, uh, Steve Keane. Uh, not, not to the, not, oh, <laughs> not to the same top. extent, of course. <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, dear. Are you denying that? Mm. No. Um, so... Mm. <laughs> so do you- I've got imposter syndrome, mate. <laughs> I think that rather I think there's a big difference between imposter syndrome and narcissistic personality disorder. Let me tell you. Is that in fact in that sense? In, in that sense, the narcissist managed to exploit people have got the imposter syndrome. Um, so yeah, but and, and I think I've mentioned I've been through the experience. I mentioned that in one of my blogs, which some people didn't like and tough shit. Uh, because I was—I I think I learned a huge amount about uh, Donald Trump by having a relationship with a narcissist, mm. and uh, you know, and including um, how he reacts to things like losing. Because by definition, they can't lose. Yeah, yeah. And so that, and mm. so this will go on for some time, I suspect, as, as a result of that. Unless he's got no uh, channels to talk through, of course. Uh, but look, I mean, <laughs> he's back on Twitter. He's back on. He's Twitter. back on Twitter. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but look, I mean, this unrest that we've seen, there is supposedly a science behind it click clio i'm not sure whether it's clio or clio dynamics let's agree one and uh-huh. uh, and refer to it that way what we're we going with clio or clio we're going to go with clio yeah let's go with clio c-l-i-o yeah. dynamics basically so uh-huh. okay, okay so clio dynamics so it i mean this is a, the idea that you can use science and mathematics to look back at what's happened in the past and and what predict the future with it well it's it's again the same basic stuff that i do at the economic level and that is that i set up a set of equations that describe uh, rates of change in key system variables over time and then i fit that back to distribution of income so i get wages versus profits versus rent versus um, interest payments for banks uh, the level of debt the level of output etc etc and then i uh, out of that set of relationships which are all defined uh, in in effect instantaneous time uh, because i'm not putting time lags inside there and so on yet i, I can but i don't uh, and out of that, I get a model with cycles, but not just with cycles, but also with long-term trends and breakdowns. And um, that, that is exactly uh, the type of technology that Peter Turchin uses, who's the guy who invented the concept of Clio Dynamics. He's basically a mathematical historian. So what, what he's taken a look at is, and again, uh, in economics, of course, you, you will take a few 
and uh, variables as essential aspects of the economy. So I take the level of private debt as one of those, which is what distinguishes me from the neoclassicals who, do, who don't understand uh, debt at all. Um, and then I look at those dynamics. P Peter has looked at uh, dynamics about the rate at which um, uh, positions that are available for elite leads to fill after a, a political change diminish over time and then how you have rising conflict uh, between uh, groups who are all trying to be in the leadership position in a particular power structure and then a range of other factors as well and out of that he gets long-term cycles in level of political uh, disc uh, discord and using that data uh, starting back actually around about 2000 he was predicting uh, a serious uh, a political breakdown in America in 2025, and then what he saw happening, he actually brought it forth. I don't think it's going to be 2020. Well, that's got to go down. I think is you know hands down one of the best predictions of all time. Well, let's let me read something that he wrote uh, in September last year. He wrote uh, co-wrote an article uh, with George uh, Jack Goldstein, a sociologist and historian at George Mason University. Let me quote it: "If Trump loses, he's likely to contest the outcome of this as a rigged election, but that action will again lead to massive popular protest. This time, to insist that the action, election results be honoured." If Trump again puts federal security forces in the streets, governors may ask their state troopers or even National Guard to protect their citizens and defend the Constitution. Or Trump may call on his many armed civilian supporters to defend their all-time favourite president, as he put it, against the so-called liberal tyranny. Not far off. I mean, he didn't quite get to, to that extent, but certainly the uh, you know his argument that it was all a rigged election, uh, he was saying that back in September. I, I don't yeah, think but Trump was... Trump wasn't leading into to it at that stage, was he? I don't oh, no, think. he was. No, no, Trump, Trump right, was okay. signaling. And this is one of the things I saw somebody put up on Twitter, a, 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 an analyst who was quite sensible, said he was a wolf in wolf's clothing. He, um, people interpreted him as being a sheep. But in fact, mm. no, he was saying, I'm going to go and eat that sheep. I'm going to go mm. and eat that sheep. And my God, he ate the sheep. We didn't expect that, um, you know. So it was. It was literally. Uh, he was saying I, I, he will. He will not complain about the election if he wins. And he actually said that not just before the last election, but he said it before the one with Clinton. And right. I was just stunned that the moderator in that debate didn't say, "Excuse me, you can't make your acceptance of results conditional on you winning." But that's literally what he said in <laughs> in several of the debates with Clinton before the 2016 election. But how much of this is can we put down to mathematics? I mean, it was surely this is just a, a strange occurrence where the American people voted a man who was clearly clearly a lunatic. Uh, it took him a while to realise that he's going to be gone. Uh, life reverts to normal. Is it is it really a part of a, any predictive cycle? Yes, <laughs> because it's, you couldn't predict the the particular. Uh, carpetbagger or, you know, or, or con artist that, that took advantage of the situation, but you could predict the situation was going to be there. And the basic thing that is in, in Peter's, you know, strictly the math, it's a strictly mathematical model, uh, supplemented, of course, by an enormous historical database he's had to assemble of the various factors that he identifies as causing major periods of breakdown. But when he put his mathematical model together, one of the things with the, with the data system it said as well, it showed the highest level of, of a discord prior to the American Civil War. 
and then a, de a, de a decline in, in discord, dramatic discord decline after the World War II, and then a rise to the same level of discord as we saw prior to the uh, American Civil War uh, in, the, in the early 2000s in America. So it is, it's, it's just, Trump is the symptom, but the disease is, is this cyclical pattern of, uh, of, of growing uh, competitive pressure amongst elites, declining income shares for the lower groups, et cetera, et cetera, all tying together. And, and Peter's mathematical models do fit the data extremely well. But it's interesting with Trump, isn't it? Because that model really, as, as, as I was reading it, it's, it, I mean, he talks about a cycle where uh, there's a, a population increase that the elites deal with by trying to hang on to the wealth that they've got. Uh, and then they try and make it difficult for other people to, to follow their path and become the elites themselves so that there's, you know, there's a smaller proportion of people holding the wealth. And then obviously they, they resist any temptation to see any form of, uh, of, of wealth distribution, uh, you know, through taxation or whatever. Which is, you know, the, the path that we see, you know, we've seen time and time again, creating revolutions. And yet oh. Trump was the opposite of that. He was part of the elite, but he was also pushing the populist agenda as though he was one of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, he, he's taking advantage of the situation of enormous discord. And the situation of enormous discord won't be over when he is mm. finally dragged out of, uh, what is it, number one, Pennsylvania Avenue? Yeah, I think so. He's got to yeah. go to um, 1100 yeah. Pennsylvania so, Avenue now, to, to Trump Towers, hasn't he? <laughs> oh, he's, got he's got Florida lined up, but they're, they're telling him he can't stay in Mar-a-Lago. Now, when he's dragged out, the discord's still going to be there. And he will continue, of course, fanning it. Uh, and you know, we, we, the, the, as soon as he's no longer president, that we will ro were robbed uh, rhetoric. If he if he if he you know, puts a sock on it for the next twelve days, the sock will turn into a you know, a, 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 a banner uh, when he gets on the other side, uh, and he'll be back claiming it and trying to uh, do what I mean, his original motivation for running in two thousand and sixteen was to set up his own right winged uh, media group, and now he's going to do that. Whether he'll be taken as seriously by the the maggers and the QAnons, I don't know. Um, but he, he will, and they will still be there to exploit because the the causes of the uh, that he has been the uh, exploited, the causes of discord are still well and truly there. Well, so how long are they going to last for? We discussed that in the full version of this podcast. Uh, to hear that, you need to become a subscriber at debunkingeconomics.com or become a supporter of Steve Keen on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash prof Steve Keen if you want to hear this in full and all the other episodes of course in this series. Next week it's off to the town of Wurgle. We've talked about it before the Wurgle experiment during the Great Depression. Could issuing a new currency, a even if it's only a temporary one, be the way out of the COVID-19 crisis. Will it get people spending again? We'll explore that idea in full next week on the Debunking Economics podcast with Professor Steve Keen. I'm Phil Dobby. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
If you've enjoyed listening to Debunking Economics, uh, even if you haven't, you might also enjoy The Y-Curve. Each week, Roger Hearing and I talk to a guest about a topic that is very much in the news that week. It's lively, it's fun, it's informative. What more could you want? So search The Y-Curve in your favourite podcast app or go to ycurve.com to listen.